Chew the Dough is recorded in front of a live internet audience. It's time to do the show. I mean Chew the Dough with Aaron and Danae, streaming on Mixler every Tuesday afternoon or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. Time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. We love your intros, and as always, you are welcome to record an intro and send it to us. Quick links are at our website, AaronAndDanae.com. Mm-hmm. We will make them available for you however we can, because it's so much fun to hear your voice on the show. Welcome to Shoe the Dough. Danae, how you feeling? How you doing? Feeling good. Doing good. Yeah. How about yourself, Mr. Dicer? I opened up my phone. and When you say opened up, do you mean you have a flip phone? <laughs> no. I looked at my phone. You unlocked it? I unlocked my phone. Uh, <laughs> and on the little Facebook icon... It said 382 unread notifications. Did you post something political? Three- <laughs> you did. I was didn't trying to you? figure it out for a second. I was like, "That's scary." What is going on? Like, did something blow up? Like, okay, for me, I check my notifications all the time. So if that number gets above three, then I'm surprised. Do you panic? Or are you just surprised? I'm just surprised if it gets oh, above okay. three. 382. I'm trying to think what happened. What did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? Or or who got onto my phone? Yeah, or logged into my account and posted something. Yeah, how have I been hacked? Yes, all those things went through my mind. So I checked, which takes one click. You know, just click it and see what's going on. They were all the friend requests I've ignored for the last <laughs> several years. So I have three hundred and eighty-two pr- pending friend requests on Facebook that I just haven't dealt with. So I started doing the same thing, uh-huh. but it started whenever. Um, our radio show started because I'm not used to people that I don't know. Right. Sure. Requesting friendship sure. from me. Yeah. And I, I don't mind giving access to my Facebook account to people that I've maybe met a couple times, but what people I don't even recognize at all. I have a hard time accepting the friend request. I think that's perfectly legitimate, but I've noticed that I need to go back through because some people I know now are like, I know who they are. I've met them mm-hmm. and it's like, would you like to accept this person's friend request from a year ago? Yeah. So. Well, I don't know why Facebook all of a sudden today decided all these need your fresh attention. Why does Facebook do anything? No, that's doing? true. Facebook's that's true. also doing some interesting stuff with their messenger. They're linking it up to PayPal. And I think your great Southern account or your no, your MasterCard account. Wow. Yeah. So they're starting to link in your ability to do finances and all that kind of stuff through Facebook Messenger. Wow, as know. it's kind of their version of Apple Pay or Maybe. Google Wallet or yeah, they're starting to make everybody's trying to do everything. Way. You notice that every single company is trying to do every single thing now, but which makes sense. Facebook started the game strong by allowing you to sign into so many other places with your Facebook account, and I feel like people who did that are far more likely to link up more now than people like myself. Mm-hmm. To my knowledge. I have zero things linked to my Facebook account. Well, you could check that pretty quickly. How can I check? Go to your apps, your app permissions in Facebook. Okay. And it'll tell you what's linked up to your Facebook. Well, show's over. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shulio. Danae has to go make sure her privacy settings are correct. So maybe I do? 
but I don't You've understand. You got a few things? I don't understand what I'm looking at exactly. Because this is showing me like what's, for example, I have a game, Clash Royale, mm-hmm. that I went to Facebook and yes, so those linked are app permissions. together. Yep, so that's linked, yeah. But I don't but have any not what websites. You mean? No. I'm talking about like using... Sign-ins? Yeah. Where you can go to... You sign in as Facebook. Mm-hmm. I think that stuff's there too. I think it all goes in the same place. I could be wrong about that. Well, this, I got nothing. This has been your Facebook conversation with Aaron and Danae. And now you all know. You can't hack me! <laughs> <laughs> do not do not put that challenge out there, Danae. Oh. Do not put that challenge out there. Uh, please don't hack me. There you go. That's I'll, much nicer. I'll tell you my password if you don't hack me. <laughs> Is that how that works? I think that's exactly how that works. <laughs> I'll give you my bank account number if you promise not to rob me. I think it's exactly exactly how it works. Uh, you ready to shoot a dough? Let's shoot the dough. Okay. So um, Official start. Here we go. We're going to play some uh, true or false a little bit later, kind of for our fun time. But first, from around the universe, well, possibly just Earth, there's news, and we want to look at it, so we will peruse the news. Take that, somebody else. (laughs) Do you want to do it? (laughs) Just got to think of somebody evil. Oh, oh. Think of somebody evil. Take that, Jafar. There you go. (laughs) Take that, Mr. Jafar. Did you say mister? Yeah, you have to say mister oh, okay. before it. This is why you do it, That's, not me. Well, I'm just, hey, listen, if you want to take over that part of it, I got no problem with that. Do you mean to start today? Yeah, go ahead. Dude tells woman women to stop wearing yoga pants and gets rightfully trolled. I saw this. This this guy who I actually kind of feel sorry for, he decided to write into a newspaper. Mm-hmm. And I think from what I'm understanding, he intended for it to be kind of funny. Yeah. Like sort of. A well, joke? He's just being, yeah, he's just being a snarky, you know, bloggist or whatever. Yeah, he's commenter. in his 60s. Yeah. So I think, but his observation was that only women under 20 should ever wear yoga pants. See, this is the thing that was wrong with it. It wasn't that he just said you're, you know, TMI, which I've heard people say about, you know, yoga pants. They show too much. They're too tight. You know, modesty. Maybe those the kind nude of colored ones. <laughs> it's probably a bad idea. Or the ones that are stretched so thin that, you know, they're see-through anyway. They're you know? basically like hose. Yeah, like exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that wasn't his point. His point was, you're too fat and you're too old. Yeah. And that was, that's just bad. <laughs> just like, yeah. No. He mm. kind of just took it a little too far. Right. So, of course, people started writing in, specifically women started writing in to the newspaper, asking the newspaper, why did you even post this? And the newspaper said, you know, people have rights to speech mm-hmm. and we feel like our audience has the capability of responding to this themselves. So they were posting responses to it, but it actually turned into a whole rally. Oh, where a whole bunch of women put on their yoga pants and <laughs> paraded and through the protested. town and knew where he lived. I did not know that part. Went by his house. Are you kidding me? And protested peacefully in front of his house. So it was all supposed to be very peaceful. Um, like they had like signs and things like they all women are beautiful. All shapes matter. That kind of thing. I love it. I'm um, totally down with that. I'm just thinking now about the men that will um, write in about something like this just so a bunch of women will show up in yoga pants out in front of their home. Well, this is why I feel kind of bad for the guy is he actually did have death threats. Oh, see, that's... And that's, that's just, taking it a little yeah. too far. I mean, not a little. <laughs> that's straight too far. So they did... He really he, had death threats? He did. Come he had, on, he had death threats and he is afraid to go outside now. Like he's See, this afraid is one of those things like, it's both sides, right? You go, come on, dude. You got to know better than that. You, First of all, if that's how you really feel and think, 
we need to have we need to have a discussion about so much stuff. Yeah. And then on the other side of that is, come on, you know, somebody had an opinion. They wrote an opinion. Move on with your day. Protest peacefully. That's fine. If you're going to make that an opinion, perhaps don't tie your name to it. Just do it anonymously. And no, then just sit I like back that his name's it. tied to it. I, I mean, I, I get, I. But he. I wish there was more. I wish there was more accountability for what we said. There's plenty of ways we can say things anonymously, That's and I true. think that diminishes our culture. I wish we were tied to our words more. I think we need to take these as an opportunity to learn how to communicate better. Yes. You know, this guy can have his own opinion about yoga pants. These hundreds of women can protest that by having a peaceful mm-hmm. show and like. Well, they literally had like a, I think it was called a yoga pants parade. So every woman showed up in yoga pants and just kind of, you know, walked around. They weren't being rude or anything like that. Yeah. But there were some people who were rude. And so now this guy is afraid to like go to his car. He's looking over his shoulder. He said he got so nervous at one point he locked himself out of the house. And like, it's just been a frazzling experience for him. So that just goes to show if you decide to put your name out there and a whole bunch of people in this culture see it and don't like it. There might be some ramifications, so. But I think the the other side, the internet shaming is in and of itself something we need to be careful of because it goes yeah. both ways, right? Like, can't we just have a conversation, a dialogue, a healthy I dialogue think, without? I think it's hard for without people. shaming each other and without saying, "Oh, you're awful for thinking this way," but just have a conversation, and maybe that person then can learn. Maybe they can learn what offended you, but why it was you know, offensive I to you. I think that what you're talking about is creating a society where you're okay with being vulnerable. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which would be wonderful, but I think it's very difficult for people to get vulnerable with each other because we all come from different backgrounds and yeah. being vulnerable isn't easy, you know. Totally. So, But we can hope for a future. Um, where all women wear yoga pants. Yes, or as someone said in the chat, Women shouldn't wear bikinis. And I'm sure he's waiting for them all to show up at the house. <laughs> You're hilarious. What about you? What's your peruse the news today? My first one is a beautiful story that we've been following for a few days now about twins that had a rare condition where they were connected at their skull. So conjoined. Conjoined twins connected at the skull. Um, they went. Uh, they underwent their separation surgery just about a week ago, I think. That sounds right. And um, and so everybody's kind of what because it is not guaranteed to go well. It's a very rare condition, but when it has happened, it hasn't gone well. And so far, things are going okay. Better for one twin than the other. But it's I've just been following it, and there was a picture uh, that made its way out. I think today, maybe yesterday, of the mom holding one of the twins in her yeah. arms for the first time. And you think about the fact that she's had two babies, but because of their conjoined situation. She couldn't hold them. All she could do was kind of lay over the lay top near of them, them yeah. and kind of sort of wrap her arm around a little bit. But because she they're so precarious being mm-hmm. attached at the top of the head like that. And so for the first time, there's this picture of her. And of course, the baby is all wrapped up. and Yeah, still you recovering. Know, you, I mean, you can barely see the baby's head because it's covered with so much gauze and, mm-hmm. and medical stuff. So... But it's still just a beautiful thing to think, you know, she's being able to hold one of her babies. I really so. hope that they make it and that they're okay. Well, of course. You know, there's so yeah. much advanced technology now, but they did share brain matter. See, so, that's the thing that makes it tough, right? It's uh, it's, it's not just incredible. that their skulls were fused or something and they had completely separate brains. They had one brain. They had They had brains that part of it was meshed together. I think right. they had... Right. When I say one brain, I mean the 
their individual thinking brains were connected by some that was shared. Yeah, they had and a so it shared was mind. One giant brain. Whoa. That two of them shared some of and had sole custody of part. I mean, just to think of how you would even it's like the Venn diagram out. of brain. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, and so this doctor had to go in and kind of make decisions about how he was going to separate it out. And I love talking about anatomy, physiology, all yeah. that stuff. And obviously, you did a yoga pants story for your first one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Continue. Sorry. No, this is really funny. <laughs> My dad used to watch uh, television shows of surgeries. There used to be like a t- TV mm-hmm. station that would kind sure. of play. I think different kinds of surgeries. I think Discovery Channel still does a lot of that. Yeah, and we would sit there and watch them together, thinking they're really interesting. I have vivid memories of watching, you know, like the little like really graphic surgeries. Um, like, did your parents feel like that was a little too much for you as well, a child? It's not like you know watching the ER show or something where you've got mm-hmm. like blood gushing out. Sure. And stuff. It's like laparoscopic. So mm-hmm. you're sort of in. And it's probably like diagrams and animations and those kind of things. No. No, it's the real thing. It's the real thing. Like you are inside whatever cavity of the body and they kind of are talking about it. So mm-hmm. it's like you're. It had to be the teeth. You mentioned cavities. Those only happen <laughs> in your teeth. I just, I don't know if you knew that, but. Do you ever see the movie Inner Space? I, of course. Yes. Okay. It's kind of like that. Only with more cutting and burning of tissue yeah yeah Yeah. and that was that was like a staple of your growing up time you just sit on the couch you know (laughs) eating whatever lasagna (laughs) cereal or a snack okay you know just watching this very interesting thing i think my mom used to come in and i think i I remember there being that voice of so stuff like this stuff like this story then is very intriguing to you how they do that have you watched how they separated the brains i feel weird about it because i i I know sometimes this is like a super like oh check out Uh moment for people who don't like thinking about this or it's like queasy queasy. Mm -hmm. but what i found fascinating is that they to prepare for the surgery they had to inject their cranium area with saline to yep. stretch the skin out yep. so that when they went into the surgery that they would have enough skin tissue to cover to the exposed and parts. Cover. It's incredible, isn't it? That that stuff is like okay, yeah. Well, in head- that's the kind of thinking ahead that's needed. <laughs> <laughs> thinking ahead. I get it. I, didn't I get mean it. To do that. That's great. I yeah. didn't mean to do that. If you want to separate conjoined twins, you got to think ahead. I like it. What's your next one? My next one is man jailed in donut glaze meth mix-up is suing the city and the drug test company. Oh, is this the guy that got accused of meth dealing because he had donut glaze on him? Yeah, he lives in Florida and he spent uh, 10 hours in jail after authorities pulled him over. They saw donut glaze on the floor of his car. They thought it was crystal meth. So they, he said, it's just donut glaze and i i think we talked about this at some point i can't remember for sure but i think we talked about this at some point because i remember being like that had to be really uncomfortable to tell the cops like it's a donut <laughs> you know because that's like the thing you don't talk about right. with cops i know is I, donuts i did it one time and i got a ticket because i was being a well, smart but if butt. it was a donut it's not like you're saying can't you tell what that is it's a donut <laughs> it's your favorite food they tested it on site with an on-site kit and it said it was positive for crystal meth. Oh, so they arrest him. I forgot him. that part. They arrest him, take him to jail. He has like a twenty five hundred dollar bond. He's there for quite a while, 
And obviously there's trauma associated with that whole How experience. did their equipment mistake donut glaze for crystal meth? Is that why I like Krispy Kreme so much? Probably. <laughs> That's got to be it. <laughs> uh, in the weeks following, further testing at a state crime lab showed that the alleged drug sample was not a controlled substance at all. The charges were dropped and he was just really upset that he had to go to jail. So he's now suing for his experience trying to, you know, make back. Maybe how much do you think bond. he deserves? Not how much will he get? How much do you think he deserves for that? He went to jail for a little bit, right? I think you give him what he asked for. What? Well, what? It, just give him anything he asked for. I want a billion dollars for this. Just give it to him because oh, he's asking for like, I think 15,000. Okay. So you think that's about right? Sure. 15,000 to be for... harassed by the police. And that actually seems really reasonable. That. that actually seems genuinely reasonable. I know, right? I was expecting him to be asking for like $100,000 or something. Because let's think about it. Maybe he had to miss work. He probably had to go to court dates. Probably he had the fee for, you know, bailing out the trauma of the experience, the yeah. time wasted. Yeah, I think no. that's pretty reasonable. No, I think that is, I, I'm very surprised that he's only actually <laughs> asking for fifteen grand. Well, that I actually surprises me. We we know now how <laughs> we're going to, if this ever happens to us, so I guess we know what we're going to be going for. I'm be going for 30 at least. What's your next one? Uh, this one comes to us from Australia, and we talked about it a little bit on our radio show. but there's... And we alluded to it in the exclusive pre-show. That's true. We did. And it's, by the way, in the exclusive pre-show, Danae uh, told us what kind of animal noises she makes the best in case you want to, you know, check that out. All you got to do is check it out at Mixler or um, subscribe to the Patreon only podcast feed. Works that way as well. Mm-hmm. It's just a quick little plug. do 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 uh, His name is Campbell. And he's 12 years old. And His nickname is Bumble, just in case you didn't know that. That's nice. That, that makes it even better. So Bumble. Bumble from Australia comes home every day. And instead of going to play his Xbox or do whatever 12-year-olds usually do in Australia. With eight other brothers and sisters. killer spiders and snakes Ugh. and all sorts of Did wildlife. spider that was driving away the rat? <laughs> I did. It's circulating the internet right now? Ugh. I did. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, anyways, <laughs> instead of doing that, he goes straight to his room and he sews. And it just started as something he enjoyed doing a while back. And he started sewing these bears. He got these patterns. And yeah, he, he, was... wa- he wanted to make people happy. And so he takes these bears that he sews down to the local hospital. He asked his mom um, if she could buy presents for the kids who are at the hospital because he felt bad for them. And there's nine kids total and she'd already bought presents. And so she's like, we can't afford it. So he was looking for a way. So he says, OK, I'll just do it myself. And that's how his sewing started was legitimately he wanted to get them all a stuffed animal. So then he just was like, okay. And then he taught himself how to sew. And he's great at it. They're really great. Like they are amazing stuffed animals. Bears and like owl shapes and these. And they're all different. He has all sorts of different Mm -hmm. fabrics that he's gotten. And it's kind of blown up. It's going viral right now. Right now. Deservedly so because it's such a great story. Um, I actually started stock curiosity got a hold of me and mm-hmm. I started to kind of like look around. How can I find out more? Mm-hmm. Is he on Facebook? Does he have a group on Facebook? How can I see more about what he does? Is there any way for someone who's not sick in the hospital to have a bear? Because these are adorable <laughs> and I want one for some reason, you yeah. know? Um, and I discovered he does have a Facebook page. He's actually right now doing something called project 365. He's making one bear every day to give away and they're going towards charities and things like that. And um, I found his, a bear that was on eBay 
It sold for over 400 Australian Moonanas. Is that what they're called in mm-hmm. Australia? The Moonanas? Mm-hmm. I had totally forgotten that they were Moonanas. What's well, the dollar to Moonana ratio these very days? Very educated. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I know mm-hmm. all these things. Absolutely. I thought it was awesome that they were going for that much, and he is getting so much attention. In fact, today, uh, his video that his um, that's getting kind of a lot of popularity kind of shows more of his story and the family and things like that um, made its way to Ellen's website. So you know oh, well, it's only it's a matter over. of time. <laughs> At this point, until he's invited to El, you know, to the Ellen Show, and yeah. people are donating fabric, they're donating supplies to him. Well, and it's not just the cool thing he's doing, which is awesome. It's also his attitude. He's like he says, some sweet. yeah, he's super sweet, and he said something like, uh, you know, if people would, you know, be less mean and be more nice, it would change the world a lot, or something like that. Like just a simple view of. You know, why be mean when you can be nice and help people out? So I think pretty cool stuff. Uh, the video, which we actually posted on our Facebook page, you can find it by searching for Aaron and Danae on Facebook. Um, he actually kind of talks at one moment. His dad got sick with cancer. They took the tumor out, but there was an 80 percent chance of it coming back. And so um, his son made him a bear, called it the winning bear to win against cancer and gave it to him. And his dad had to tell him in that moment that he had the tumor had come back. Yeah. And it was a type of cancer that has a high return rate. And so um, they removed that one. But since he had the bear, he hasn't had any recurring cancer. He's been cancer free for over a year now. Yeah. So which I guess is the longest since he's since he got diagnosed. It's just a really sweet story. Really sweet family and a great. I don't know. There's just to have that much determination to not do anything with your free time that you think that when I was 12, what I would be doing with my free time, I don't know that I would really be connecting to how sewing could really give to people. But yeah, you watch him give these bears to kids in the hospital. And there's just this really beautiful exchange between these kids receiving a gift like that. I got emotional watching it. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. It is also, tell me if you agree with this. I think these things are more and more a result of This is going to sound strange, but internet culture. I really believe that because we have an internet culture that emphasizes stories like this and, you know, that these are just as viral as the fails, you know, that kind of thing, that this is more and more likely to happen with a younger and younger audience because they see how beneficial it is and how lovely it is to do those kind of things. I really think the ability of media to transmit these things has really even built that up more in our culture. I think I might agree if he didn't live in Tasmania. Um, <laughs> you don't think they have the internet in Tasmania? I know they have the internet in Tasmania. <laughs> but when you watch the movie... You, I mean, it is about 15 moolalas a month or whatever. You but. <laughs> get the impression. And there's other videos out there that I watch. I don't know that you watch the same ones afterwards. Sure, sure. But he's a very active family. And it didn't look like they were really... You know, they were all kind of more conversational family. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know that he's I'm driven by you, that. No, 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 no. I'm not saying he's driven by it. Oh. I'm saying it's a almost a subconscious thing. I, we talk a lot about the destruction of our culture because of the internet. Validly so, right? But there's something with the ability to quickly and completely transmit knowledge and news and information mm-hmm. that has the opposite effect as well, I think, on our culture, which is that it makes these things more likely to happen because it's part of our co- cultural consciousness. I don't know. Tom's I, shoes. I don't know. Uh, you know I, I think whatever people it might were be. probably doing this before, but because of the internet, we're finding out about it. I don't think this stuff was happening as much before. I think people were doing amazing things before, just as people were doing awful things before the internet you know, came along sure. as well. 
I just think it's it's much more likely, especially for a child, to have those kind of feelings and ideas because of something that they saw on YouTube or just even oh. a cultural consciousness, you know, idea of I see what you're how, saying. How I now. can help. And I think that's I think that's great. I'm not I'm, So you're saying that I'm the exposure saying that's a good thing. exposure to uh what's going on beyond your own self and your own yeah. family is causing there to be more of an understanding. I of, think so. I don't know. Yes. I, I mean I, I th- could be completely yes wrong. No. Yes and no. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Um anyways, his name is Campbell. Uh go watch the video. Yes. It's really, really sweet. Yes. Tears shall flow. And I think I mean if you can pull tears out of Danae. <laughs> That's so true, right? I think tears will flow. And if you're like me and you see it and you're really affected positively by it and you want to get kind of more involved in um, what's going on in his life, there is a public group that when I joined yesterday, I think was around 7,000 people. It is now at 10,000. It's called Project 365 by Campbell. And it's on Facebook. And they post more information about him and just kind of what's going on. I know I did it because I want a bear. Sorry, Danae. Is that selfish? No. I mean, yes. They're so cute. You're not going to get one. My last peruse the news is the Netflix Halloween doorbell that does the trick-or-treating for you so what that you, you can relax. What are you talking about? Netflix Halloween doorbell. This really caught my attention because I was like, what? Can I try to figure this out? This sure. is so confusing to me. Let me try to figure this out. Netflix Halloween doorbell. So somebody rings your doorbell, it's connected to your Netflix, and it plays a scary movie. You have a TV set out out front, and then you don't have to give any candy away so you can eat it all later. No. Okay. Good that was my try. best that was my best shot. So I th- I think Netflix has been releasing like the do it yourself kit type things, um how you can do your own sort of interesting electronic yeah. things for a while but they just released one that's specifically geared towards halloween and this is a list of supplies that you need and how to build a netflix doorbell because netflix noticed that every halloween their streaming is a stop start all across the country from people getting up and going and answering the door oh okay 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 i think i'm i think i'm getting there so when the doorbell gets rung however you've rigged this up it automatically pauses your netflix and you can go give out candy. No. Oh, man, I thought I had it. I thought what I had it. What it is, is... It's, I'm still really confused, by the way. I know, I, okay, I know. Okay. So it's, it's a, the, it says Netflix has been absolutely rocking with their do-it-yourself projects lately. They're back with their new project just in time for Halloween. They call it the Netflix Halloween Doorbell. And it's a customizable device that puts on a show for trick-or-treaters and directs them to the candy so you don't have to answer the door. So the whole thing is, it goes, it's like a little box. So it has nothing to do with Netflix. It goes over the doorbell, and when you ring the doorbell, there's it actually just lights up where the candy is. Now, here's... So it doesn't have anything to do with Netflix other than they're promoting it. They're trying to get people okay, to okay, okay. stream all night long. Right. Okay. So my favorite part of this is how complicated it is. Because I'm like, oh, Cool. You know, what a neat thing. And then it gives you like the list of supplies. <laughs> um, you should be, qual- this is from the website, quote, you should be comfortable with basic electronics, physical fabrication, and Arduino programming. <laughs> so they show you this really cool video about how this, you know, like it's got this display, it has Netflix on it, it has a Stranger Things logo, it's playing Stranger Things music. You know, as the kids approach the door, okay, and, so you, and then you touch the doorbell or the big display, the round button display, 
And then it says, um, busy watching Netflix, get your candy. And then all of a sudden this candy thing lights up. I'm like, whoa, that's really cool. How do I do this? It's like, first you have to find someone with 3D printer. (laughs) First, get your soldering iron. (laughs) And the list of ingredients is, it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Plus, look, this is a horrible idea. I have, I, think to, it's I have to deal out the candy so that nobody gets too much <laughs> so that there's enough left for me uh, at funny. the end of the night. I, had, I can't just leave it out there so they can willy nilly take as many Mars bars as they want. I guess that's true. It's kind of the same thing as leaving a sign. Don't ring doorbell. Just take, yeah. which is probably what I would do. Just hang right. something over. It's the exact same thing. I without hate the, the doorbell soldering. ringing every year, though, because it, my dog's. Like they go nuts every time, so I have to be in a room with the dogs with the television up high so that they're. Why not don't you just leave the out. door open? Do you have an outer door? Do you have like a glass, like a screen door? What are you are, are you asking me? Let my dogs out? What are you talking about? What? No, 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 no. Instead of people ringing the doorbell, mm-hmm. you just leave the door open so you can see when kids come up, and then you just we go give them candy. We do have that option, but where are? Um, couch is where Justin reclines. Oh, you can't and, see? Yeah. Oh. So they end up bringing the doorbell anyway. You so, have, you'll have to m- rearrange your furniture. Uh, that's what I suggested <laughs> you last just have year. To figure it out. Just um, rearrange it. If you or go sit s- out on the porch. <laughs> if you want to see more about this for whatever reason and you are smart enough to put something like this together and you have the fabrication Please abilities, take pictures. the electronic ability, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you can check it out at market, no, sorry, makeit.netflix.com. All right, my final peruse the news of the show is Georgia teen wakes from coma speaking fluent Spanish after severe concussion. I like that. Did not speak Spanish before his concussion, speaks it fluently after his concussion. Absolutely insane. That's crazy. Can't the speak brain, English. The brain blows he, my mind. He couldn't speak he couldn't speak English. He woke up from his coma only able to speak Spanish. Right. So he would he would just talk in Spanish instead of English after the coma. He spoke English before the coma. Now, what they're saying is he had a friend who used to speak to him in Spanish when he was growing up. And that somehow his brain was able to interpret all that information it had somehow stored and changed his home language. Is this why those suggestive tapes work that you just put on overnight and they just talk to you while you're sleeping and they like give you subliminal suggestions? Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. That's I mean, that's what people really think. I'm a little I'm a little disturbed by this severe concussion portion. It's kind of <laughs> yes. like an afterthought. You're like, well, child, wake yeah, up no, 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 no. Let's 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 be very clear. A near fatal concussion. He got kicked in the head during a soccer game very, very hard and Ooh. almost killed him. But he was in a coma for a while. Worth it to speak Spanish? (laughs) No. No. Now, he also did start speaking English again. Okay. But still speaks Spanish as well. He's able to speak Spanish. Wow. Yeah. That's that's like something from... uh, The Toy Story movies. It's Buzz Lightyear. Had a Spanish button hit. What was that? Fringe. Or some kind of like... Uh Uh-huh. That's so crazy. What, what, what did you say? It was from what? Buzz <laughs> Toy Story. Remember in, in Toy Story 3? I never watched it. Buzz Lightyear. He didn't. No, I only made it. Well, to... spoiler alert. Uh-oh. <laughs> he gets kicked 
and he ends up speaking Spanish. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember if he actually gets kicked, but he gets, yeah, he gets hit and it knocks his, his Spanish button. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's legitimately what happened. Somebody hit his Spanish button. Yeah. Man, comas, concussions. Do you That's think. serious. Here's a serious question. Do you think in the future that we will have a, such a great understanding of how the brain works and how to connect to it that we'll be able to actuate those things? That we'll be able to maybe maybe not even access those things through software or whatever, but actually input things into our brains, make like matrix? matrix style. I think it's possible. It's more possible than time travel. Hmm. I think it may be even more possible than teleportation. Like I think it is one of the most possible sci-fi things is that we'll figure out how the brain works so well that we'll be able to impact it in that way. Oh, be weird, right? Can you imagine be you know having somebody else's experiences uh, uploaded like, to your brain? Whoa, somebody else's memories. <gasps> We're talking about the Venn diagram earlier mm-hmm. of shared brain space, right? It would be like that. Yeah, I, I guess I can perceive the possibility, and there are so many studies on the brain that are, you know, able to mm-hmm. kind of happen right now because of the advancement of technology and medical science and. Yeah, so I can, I, I can, love thinking about that stuff. That stuff scares me. Black Mirror. I don't know. The TV show Black Mirror goes into a lot of those kind of things. In fact, one Ooh, of the episodes from the new season is called scary. Playtest. I won't give anything away, but that's the basic concept is that video games in the future <gasps> aren't virtual reality. They're experiential. So yeah! they actually tack no! right into your brain. No. <laughs> you haven't that's even seen the episode. Scary. I think that's terrifying to question your reality like that. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, It'd be interesting. Virtual reality is uh, the videos that are coming out of people trying it and falling over and everything. <laughs> I'm like, maybe, maybe I'll wait. <laughs> maybe you don't want actual real reality from somebody else. Yeah. But the ability to be somebody, like to literally be somebody else. Why for are you a so moment. excited about? You it's get so cra- excited about. No, this. no, no, no. It's it really does uh, interest me. I'm very, very curious about that kind of idea. Are you more interested in that or fire? I'm sorry, fire. <laughs> Just we just went. We just went from you know hundred years in the future to the <laughs> to dawn the of man. Mmm, <laughs> like, fire. Well, you also want to be in other people's brains. You mentioned earlier that you love fire. I know. I know. I knew where you're going, so. but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> do you want to talk a little bit? What do we want to promote on the show? You want to promote the live show? You want to promote the Patreon? What do you What do you think? What do you want to talk about? Let's just yeah. do like quick studio update. Okay. So we're doing a live show on November 4th in Springfield, Missouri at Classic Rock Coffee. It's going to be starting at 6 o'clock. I should say doors open at 6. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a little bit of music beforehand. And then Aaron and I will take the stage and do the show mm-hmm. with a live audience starting at 7. We have some really amazing sponsors and we want to say thank you to them on the show. Um, Inner Images Photography is going to be giving away a photography session. We have music coming in from Fair Trade Records and Centricity Records, so or Centricity Music rather. Um, so we love being able to give away stuff. And Band, the app that we use for communication with you, is sending some swag. It should be here any minute now, and we're really excited to tell you about some of the giveaways. We just want to get your hopes up if it doesn't get here in time. So. Yeah. For some reason, it doesn't come. We're not going to tell you what, but we know what. And if it does come, it's going to be so much fun yeah. to give it away. So make sure that you join Band. If you haven't joined Band already, 
please find us there. Just search for Aaron and Danae. Uh, the app is a great app with a green band across the bottom, and it's like it's a group communication app. Yeah, it's a great place to stay in touch. Also, if you want to support what goes on here, we really appreciate it. That's at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Uh, Shoe the Dough podcast is part of the Studio DNA podcast network. And if you support there, you're not only supporting Shoe the Dough, but other great podcasts that can happen because you give. Plus, at events like the one we're talking about on November 4th, you get in for free. You don't have to pay the cover charge because we appreciate you so much. Just a quick update for those of you who are using Patreon uh, for the new podcast feed. Um, Because we changed over the podcast, because we changed over the Patreon URL to Studio DNA, you want to go ahead and resubscribe to that feed And that's a really great way for you to get everything that the studio produces. So not just shoe the dough, you get Sif Pop, and you get to have extra stuff that we post just for our Patreon supporters. And it comes right to your device, right through that podcast feed. Thank you again, by the way, for supporting the show. Dollar a month, $3 a month, $5 a month means the world to us. It's the reason that we can do these podcasts here at Studio DNA. Yeah, if you think 12 bucks a month, if you think $12 a year is something that you could do, uh, split it down to a dollar a month and it's super, super helpful and comes with some sweet perks. And if you want to send that in Moonanas from Australia, we can, pro- we can probably do the conversion ourselves. All right, on to true or false. We're going to play some true or false to finish out today. Have a little fun. I this, get nervous about this. This is where uh, we read a statement and then Danae and I will decide if we believe that statement is true or false. Danae? Yes, Aaron? Pick the category. You ready? Here are your choices. Okay. American presidents, world cultural heritage, English language writers, whales, or history of aviation. Whales! We're going with the country whales. Just kidding. It's the animal. I saw the look on your face. I was like, okay. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. All right. Here we go. True or false questions about whales. True or false. Gray whales travel more than 12,500 miles a year. Over 12,000 miles a year. True um, or false. All right. Well, my vast knowledge of mm-hmm. um, all things whale really ocean in general yeah twelve thousand five hundred <laughs> miles a year also travel you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. i'm gonna say true i'm gonna say true as well we, you don't know either we agree on true no 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 no. we do not here we go we're correct yay uh gray whales migrate from the north of the bering sea all the way to southern california i would totally navigate to southern california as well but they don't stay there no they don't They go back. True or false, the larger whales drink up to 475 gallons of seawater every day. Hmm. 475 gallons every day. Coincidentally, that's the same amount of milk that my children go through every week. All four of them? Yes. Combined. About 100 gallons each. Hmm. Well, when they open their mouths to eat... I'm just thinking about how much water could rush in. It right. just seems like a small number. 475 gallons seems like a small number? Yeah. I'm thinking it'd be more Four, like a, wait, a hold million. On. <laughs> just for just for curiosity purposes, let's <laughs> find out how much water is in the entire ocean. <laughs> really? Yeah, let's find out. How okay. much water... And now in this portion of the show... Is in... Aaron Googles. The ocean. 
326 million cubic miles. Yeah, it seems like a slow, like a low number. <laughs> it would seem like whenever you just like. So you're gonna say false? Huh. You think it's more than that? Yeah. What are you? Are you gonna say true? I would have said true. Well, you could but say no, no, true. No, no, no. I'm willing to go with you on this. We have to agree to, to move on. So I'm just thinking when they open up their giganto mouths, they probably do that several times mm-hmm. a day. Yeah. I would think that one would be the whole number. So you would think they because they, they open up. Mouths. I know, but they open up their mouth. I think that'd be about thirty gallons every time they open up their mouth. Really? Yeah, maybe. I have such a gross misunderstanding of the well, size I could be of totally these wrong. <laughs> okay, let's. All right, we'll go with false. Okay. We'll agree with you and go with false. I'm... It is false. <gasps> what is it? Whales don't drink any salt water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when I said drink, I was thinking maybe that was just their way of saying they didn't have No, that's like... surprising to me. I thought they dr- they had to drink it when they ate, I thought. But apparently whales don't drink salt water because their kidneys aren't able to filter it. Well, that's a stupid place to they live then. They extract the water they need from the prey they swallow what? in large quantities. Shut your mouth. <laughs> really? Yeah. That seems like it'd be way too little water. They have to have a lot of fish. They, they get, have to eat tons yeah. and tons. So and tons it comes of fish. from the fish uh, and other prey that they eat. How fascinating is that's that? That's how they get all their water. What a weird that's thing. Like, that's like when my kids say they don't need to drink more water because they drink enough, you know, lemonade or whatever. It's like there's already, you know, water in the lemonade dad okay so let me just process this for a second longer Uh whales can't process salt that they live in (laughs) that's right what a bum deal yeah well it's just like we can't drink the water out of the air it's all around us there's water in the air all around us but we can't live on it okay Mm mm-hmm Okay, it's I'm kind of with you on it's a that. Little different, but you know. also whales have kidneys. <laughs> Didn't know that. There you go. Makes sense. True or false? The blue whale is as large as five elephants. True. Yeah, I'm going with true on that one too. That's got to be true. No, that's false. That's so true. <laughs> the blue whale weighs the equivalent of twenty-five elephants. No. <laughs> Man, the sea is terrifying. Ninety-eight feet long. Why did I pick this category? That is genuinely scary. True or false? Greenland right whales rely on keen eyesight to swim in the dark waters of the Arctic. Greenland right whales rely on keen eyesight to swim in the dark waters of the Arctic. I would go with false on this one. Keen eyesight to swim. Because I feel like fish usually don't use eyesight. Their their eyes aren't, aren't a real important part of what they do usually. But whales are mammals, they're not fish. So maybe, maybe they do. No, I think you're right though. But whether they're mammal or like the, when you're in that kind of depth, I'm assuming that they use other like sonar, for example, to figure out. <gasps> I saw that in Finding Dory. Remember the whale in Finding <laughs> the Dory? Beluga, beluga yeah. whale. Yeah. I mean, she, she wasn't a Greenland right whale, but still. I'm assuming. So we're going false. We're going false. Yeah. We're going false on this. We are correct. Congratulations, everyone. Uh, Greenland whales, also known as bowhead whales, swim in darkness caused by the ice surface. It doesn't use its eyes for orientation at all, but uses echolocation, otherwise known as sonar. Yes. Nicely done. So We we actually figured that one out. So should we choose a new topic and kind of move around? You want to stay in the whale category? Absolutely. We'll choose a new topic (laughs) next time we play True or False. Okay. Okay. I was just asking. I like a variety. (laughs) 
This is a variety. It's a variety of whale. I mean, one was a Greenland right whale. Another was a gray whale. Plus, a blue we are whale. learning a lot about whales. The gray whale takes big mouthfuls of mud that filter through its baleen. All right. <laughs> All right. Am I allowed to Google baleen? And do I want to? Probably not. Probably not. So we can't. I'm going to say true just for the use of the word baleen. Like, but what? I don't think that's true. Like, I don't. I don't see, and maybe I'm wrong because again, I, I, I mean, I am an expert. I guess I should just stick to that. Yeah. In my ma- in my mind, I don't see whales going to the seafloor and uh-huh. scooping up mud. Great big mouthfuls of mud. No, they're not bottom dwellers. It's true. So I'm saying this one's not true. And you've convinced me. I think. I still feel like that would be. They it, used the it, word it, baleen. They they threw me off. <laughs> they used the word baleen. I figure they must know what they're talking about. I'm sure that there is a filtration going on of some kind, but I don't, I can't imagine that they eat a whole bunch of mud. Left to my own devices, I would pick true, but I'm going to go with you on false on this one. What if it's the great catfish whale as suggested in chat? No, it's the gray whale. The gray whale. It's just whale. the gray whale. Okay. There we go. We're going with false. Okay. No, but it's true. What? The gray whale feeds like other baleen whales by filtering food. However, it has the peculiar habit of picking up large mouthfuls of mud from which it separates worms, starfish, shrimp, and other crustaceans using its baleen. So is the baleen sort of like a... It's a filter. But is there another creature in there helping to separate everything? (laughs) Like starfish to the left, worms to the right, you know? Some sort of symbiotic relationship with some sort of hyper-organized OCD... (laughs) A sea creature? Crustaceous life. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So they do go down. The baleen is another creature, apparently, huh? And eat mud. Mud. That's how it works. My dogs do this. They eat mud. There you go. Maybe they're just wanting to be whales. (laughs) They've got a whale. They're land (laughs) whales. They have a whale complex. My husband would call my St. Bernard a land whale (laughs) because he thinks that she's huge. Little does he know, she's so tiny. It's so cute. True or false? It's not seawater that escapes from the blowhole. But air. Yeah, that's true. I, I think that's true. I never thought it was water. No, Do I people never think either. that's water? Uh, maybe from the pictures. Cause when, well, it sprays water, like the water that's, you know, that's, on top of it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but it's not spraying water. It's it's how they're like releasing all the air that they've been holding on to. We already know they can't drink seawater, so how could it be seawater? Yeah. Where would it get there? That's right. We already know so much about whales. Unless it like unless it like collapses in there when they're underwater and then they have to blow the seawater out. Maybe that's what they're saying. I still think it's just air. I think it's it closes air. off. I think it closes off when they're underwater. Yeah, there so she we're blows. So we're going with true. There she blows air. That is true! We did it! The column of quote-unquote water that escapes from the blowhole when the whale exhales is actually the air expelled from the lungs at high speed. I don't know about you. Oh, the hot air condenses on contact with the outside cooler air and forms the cloud. Oh, cool. There you go. I don't like the idea of breathing out of a tiny hole. The idea that these creatures hold their breath for that long just terrifies me. What, do you I think, know they have to. Do you think to. our mouths are gigantic or something? I know they, are they tiny. have to. Do you realize how tiny our throat is? No, but we can breathe out and breathe in. Like, Well, so can they. <laughs> but then we don't hold our breath. And then when you're breathing out, it's like, I would imagine to be like breathing through out through a straw. I would hate that to breathe out through a straw. 
It's just so, um, it's like, it's making I don't know me if you've feel ever claustrophobic. Breathe out through a straw. It's not that bad. Yeah, it is because it's you really can't take not. a breath in very deep. Scuba divers, they survive all the time basically breathing out of straws. Scuba divers are nuts. I'm sorry, not scuba divers. Um, what's the snorklers? other? Snorklers. That's what I meant to say. More nuts. <laughs> Equally nuts. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like it. I would not right, want to be a whale. That's good. It's good to know. If good you know. could be a sea creature, which sea creature would you be? The baleen. Because <laughs> I'm OCD. And I, I like, like to sort things. I like how in the chat uh, it was likened to the cow catcher. The baleen is likened yeah, to their right. cow catcher. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. True or false, the gestation of the whale is longer than that of the elephant. Ooh. The... Now, the elephant is for a while. Mm-hmm. It's for a minute. Yeah. 18 months? If I knew the gestation of an elephant right off the top of my head like that, I'm googling it. Uh, I'm just, I'm my brain. I'm going to start see- speaking fluent Spanish. That's what I'm saying. If I, if I knew that, what is the gestation of an elephant? Eighteen to twenty-two months. What? How did you know that? What? Creepy. That's a little creepy. That's for I an apologize. Asian elephant. For an African bush elephant, twenty-two months. Okay, that's a long time. That is a long pregnancy. That is a very long I'm time. Gonna, you would think it has to be longer because they're bigger, right? And generally it goes right. on size. And we learned that they are 25 elephants long <laughs> right. or heavy. Heavy, yeah. They weigh the same as 25 elephants. I would think that it would have to be I think longer. it's a trick question, though. I think I bet it's false. I bet it's what a trick question. What if it's only five days? <laughs> <laughs> it's just an in and out. It just takes, whales are really easy to make. <laughs> God's like, I got this in five days. <laughs> Do you want to go with trick question? You want to go with... Uh, I want to go with... Yeah, I want to say it's false. False. All right. We're right? going to say false. Okay. Because everything seems like it should be true. So we're going trick question. We're going false. Yes! It is false. Sweet. Gestation period of a whale lasts between 10 to 13 months. Not much different than humans. Wait, Just wait, 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 wait. Just a longer than humans. Did it say longer than an elephant? No, we said less than an elephant. We said less than an elephant. Question. Yeah, because it was a trick, trick question. I didn't understand what was happening there. <laughs> So it's like, wait a second. No, that's that's less time. And that's okay. Okay. So there I'm with you us go. Now. There you go. So a 10 year. to 13 months. Yeah. <gasps> that's not that much longer. That's a, that's a long time. Killer whales are the most aggressive whales. True or false? Killer whales are the most aggressive whales. I don't know. They're fast. And they are aggressive. They hunt. They hunt. For sure. They hunt. They hunt They're seals. Has- I know. And seals sea are lions so cute. And seals. There was this one video of the seal, and he was running, and he jumped onto a boat to escape. And he's just like, <laughs> like he's just panting. And the fishermen are like, "Whoa, the seal just jumped on our boat!" And then pans up, and going past is it's like an a, orca, a orca, um, pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He or, or or people who are on boats or something and they're on the water or maybe you paddle thing and this like orca shows up <laughs> and at first I'm thinking oh pretty and then I'm thinking that is the scariest thing besides a shark ever. Can you think of a more aggressive whale that you've heard about? Not one that I've met. Whale sharks aren't aggressive even though they're they're called sharks. They're not aggressive. They've just got the big old mouths. Are they sharks? They're whale sharks. They're whales. whales. They're whale sharks. But they look like sharks, except Did they've got a shark a giant and a mouth. whale get together? <laughs> I don't Is think that that's, how that happened? I don't think that's actually possible. I don't think so either. Interspecies breeding. Like, yeah, it's that's, mammals that's, and fish. It's not, that's not Sh- the same thing. Sh- sharks are, yeah. They don't, they don't, they don't go together. Danae is doing something with her hands right now <laughs> trying to... that, that I don't want to explain. <laughs> I'm sorry. Or, I'm or... sorry. Uh. <sighs> Thanks for 
symbolizing <laughs> the reproduction of sea creatures? So we have a false vote in the chat. Um, I, there's got to be a more aggressive whale. But I know they're aggressive. Let's go with false. I, it seems like in all the amounts of whales, there has to be one more aggressive I'm than the killer whale. I'm saying true. You, you want true? Are you willing to come with me on false? They they try to kill seals. I know. And they, they hunt after them. And I think they're aggressive because they're smaller and they can like gain speed. Hmm, I'm pretty sure it's false. Okay, let's go false Are you, then. you willing to go with me on false even though you might... You might be right. Are you willing to be okay with my wrath? It is false. <gasps> I mean, my excitement. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know why it's false? Why? Because killer whales are not whales. They're dolphins. No, orcas? Yes. <gasps> Isn't that interesting? Whoa, my mind just got blown a little bit. Yeah, trick question. Really? Killer whales are uh, actually dolph- a type of dolphin. whale sharks. Are not sharks. <laughs> That's right. What is happening? <laughs> Who named these things? Oh, Adam. Uh, the baby <laughs> hump. <laughs> the baby humpback drinks about fifty gallons of milk per day. True or false? Whoa. The baby humpback whale drinks about fifty gallons of milk a day. I'm saying yeah. Yeah. I'm saying like babies I mentioned are earlier. Hungry. Yeah, like I mentioned earlier, I've got kids. They drink a lot of milk. I mean, it's, I think that's it's in true. gallons in our refrigerator now, just so we're clear, but they still drink a lot of milk. Before we answer this one, chat says panda bears, not bears. That's also true. What are they then? Uh, they're a, uh, same thing as a sloth, right? What is it? What uh, are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sloths are not, <laughs> what is going on? My world Same is... thing as a kangaroo, marsupial. Oh. Aren't they marsupials? Oh, okay. Pan- Wait, no, pandas aren't marsupials. They're a bear, question mark? Raccoon? Are they raccoons? Scientists have used DNA to find out that the giant panda is more closely related to other bears than to raccoons. Oh, so they are bears. Giant pandas are in the family Ursidae with the seven other bear species. Raccoons are in the something blah blah with ringtails. I don't understand. This doesn't really answer the question. Well, it seems to say that they actually are bears. That they're closer genetically to bears. But lots of people think they're raccoons. They're a type of raccoon. Anyhow, okay. Let's back to the baby humpback. I can't. You know what makes me sick? What thinking about drinking any kind of milk? Yeah, you're lactose intolerant. Let's let's answer this one. What if one of them was lactose intolerant? That's so sad. They have to have so much milk to make it. Yeah, they would die. Baby humpback drinks fifty gallons of milk. We're going with true. True. That is true. Man, we're getting good at this whale thing. Uh, yeah. What are we gonna do with this knowledge? This milk also contains fifty-five percent fat. 55% 55% fat. That is much more than the skim milk that I well, Whales need house. it. They need their blubber. Two more to go. True or false? The famous book Moby Dick was inspired by a true story. True or false? True. I've heard that too. True. Back in the whaling I'm questioning. Days. I'm questioning that, but I've that heard that too. That was a disturbing movie. What was that movie called? In, uh, was it, it was with the Hemsworth guy, right? It was with Chris Hemsworth? Yes. And in the Heart of the Sea. Accent. In the Heart of the Sea. Yeah. His accent was very annoying. So it depicted the entire experience. I think it's based on a true story. I'm questioning that, but I'm going to go with you on true. Yep, it's true. Yes! He wrote the famous book uh, in 1851. A sailor himself, Melville, was inspired by the shipwreck of the whaler Essex mm-hmm. that had been rammed by a sperm whale in mm-hmm. 1820. Mm-hmm. All right, last one. You ready? Mm-hmm. I was very disturbed to find out that our wax... 
um, like all the lighting and stuff was mm-hmm. from the whale blubber and how they got whale blubber was by killing the whales. Yeah. The whales don't survive the farming of their blubber. Derp. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow missed that one. But it was really disturbing to watch it happen on the screen. That was hard to watch. Yeah, it's And rough. at one point in time, they like burrowed this hole and they stuck this guy down in there you and he was in, just like, like scooping him out. It, yeah. Oh, it's awful. It's real. I am so glad we have electricity now. <laughs> so we don't need so much whale blubber. I know. That's the good thing. The humpback whale can leap more than 23 feet into the air. More than 23 feet. 23 feet into the air. Well, yeah. That has to be false. Oh, come on. 23 feet? How high can um a baseball, a basketball player jump? Uh, Well, the rim is 10 feet. So they can get their hands usually up to about 12 feet. Hmm? Maybe 13 feet is where their arms. But they're so, only leaping about so, six feet. Now, but think about a whale having that much space of the sea mm-hmm. to just whip its tail back and forth and build up all this speed mm-hmm. and then launch itself out and they themselves and i guess are that long too like if if the whale is 23 feet long does it have to get its tail 23 feet in the air we need or just the tip of its nose we need more information <laughs> yeah if it's just I'm like the tip of can. its nose then yes i think they can i can't I can't believe they could put 23 feet of air between the whale and the ocean. No way. Oh, for sure. 23 feet? Yeah. Maybe. Ye of little whale face. All right, fine. We'll go true. It is true. Yes. Um, I believed in the whale. Woo! 23 feet. When it falls back into the water, it sometimes purposefully slaps the water surface with its 16-foot flippers, making an impressive splashing sound. Yes. I love You think it like calls out like a cannonball? Yeah, it's more like... (laughs) <laughs> but same kind of a thing oh good job we Can got to eight out of ten i think it'd be really fun i mean if i liked the ocean mm-hmm. to do that part what jump the, out of the ocean yeah to just to jump out and then back in thing <laughs> that seems like it'd be a lot of fun today you could do that no i can't you just jump jump out and back in of the water? Yeah. No, I don't have a flipper, man. <laughs> I'm talking about the buildup of oh, speed. Oh, you mean, I see what like you mean. To launch yourself. I thought you were just talking about like getting out of the water and getting back in. <laughs> like, it's called is, a bathtub. This is certainly possible. <laughs> Not beyond the, the realm of possibility. No. Well, congratulations. Today's true or false on whales, 8 out of 10, 80%. Nicely so. done. So, yes. Which well ones done, did we me. miss again? I don't remember. We, we didn't get the orca whale because it's dolphin. That's right. Yeah. We didn't get that one. That was one of the ones we missed. But They don't have a review for us? No. Nope. This website needs some serious assistance. I mean, maybe assistance. they do. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you right now. Did you X out? No, no, no. no. I'm going to be honest with you. I picked 15, but then I was like, maybe we should just do 10. Do you want to do yeah. the, last, the last five and then see if there's a review? Okay. Okay. Let's only do this, but we have to answer within five seconds. A five-second answer. Okay, we'll do speed round. Speed round, go. Speed round for the last... Oh, four. We actually did 11. We're nine out of 11 so far. <laughs> so we got four more. Sorry. Your host no, it's okay. is awful. It's okay. All right, here we go. Speed round. Speed round. Final four. Okay. True or false? A Greenland right whales between measures... What? Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Use okay. your words. Use your words. <laughs> you made me talk fast. A Greenland right whales baleen measures up to... Thir- up to than... Okay, this is not this is worded incorrectly. So I'm going to try to figure out 
up to speed. I'm going to go with fail. more than I know. Here we go. <laughs> a Greenland right whale's baleen measures up to more than 13 feet. What? Uh, true. I'm going with false. It is true. I win. And I picked true, by the way. I picked yours. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, so we get that one. Uh, yep, the head of the Greenland right whale represents approximately a third of the total length of the animal. Isn't that scary it's to amazing. think he was standing next so to that thing? So those little creatures are pretty uh, pretty tall. The, you mean the, the cow? The baleen the, that sorts all the... Yes. Yeah. The uh, OCD part of the, of the whale? Exactly. The humpback whale gains three tons of body weight during migration. True. I mean, false. It would lose weight during migration, right? Oh, right. right. Well, it needs to sustain itself. Oh, no, I think you're right. False. We'll go with false. Yes, it is false. Uh, it fasts during the migration. So it wow. loses 15 tons. <gasps> That's a weight loss plan right there. Swim across the ocean. Okay, here we go. True or false? To communicate, the humpback whale produces a dozen different sounds. True. What if it's 13? I know dolphins use a bunch of different sounds. I think it's more than a dozen. Um, I'm going to go with true because it's specific. I like specific. Okay, I'm going to go with you, but I'm, right. not, I'm not sure. Oh, it's false. Oh. It has the most elaborate language after humans. It produces over 1,000 distinct you. sounds. Thank you. Sorry, Danae. Should have listened. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> whales move their tails in the same way as sharks. False. No, that's false. They go whales up are up and down. The sharks are side to side. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! Got it! <laughs> Most part was it was yeah 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 right right right. <laughs> and the explanation is exactly what we said. Whales move their tails up and down, unlike sharks. Oh, that's so funny. There you go. We got twelve out of fifteen total. Our level is researcher. Ooh. And it does not tell us which ones we got wrong. But still, still. Well, that's all right. We oh. learned about pandas. <laughs> Did we? Le- we learned Did we about ever actually learn about pandas. We we learned about the gestation of an elephant. <laughs> this Baleen, has been the new the OCD baleen. <laughs> that was a fun true false. Thanks so much for shooing the dough with us today. The podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following the feed at mixler.com slash studio DNA. Huge thanks to Zeze for doing today's intro and Chris Tilly for composing the Shoe the Dough theme. And of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the network possible. Support starts at a buck a month, comes with some pretty fun perks. You can find out more info at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Also, please subscribe, rate, and comment at your podcast player of choice, especially if it's iTunes. iTunes uses that information to promote the show, and it would be a huge boost if you could leave a comment. Anything else you want to say or ideas for the show, feel free to email us at feedback at shoothedough.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.